Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. So today, we're kind of switching gears here, and we're going to do TV and brews. And we're going to be talking the first couple episodes of the new miniseries, Pam and Tommy. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... You're going to rock out with your cock out. And don't ever record yourself either. You never know who will find it. Not in this day and age. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Okay. So I've got a brand new stout here that I've never had before. So this is Matchless. Cold chocolate imperial stout. That just sounds delicious. Very nice. I've got, and going with Wayne's World coming out on Steelbook, I've got the Game On IPA. Oh, from yeah. Game On. Yeah, I got my Steelbook in the mail yesterday. Very, very excited. Woo! That was one nice thing to walk into the door yesterday and find. I was like, okay, nice way to end the night. Like, yeah. what? That's at least your third time buying wayne's world oh yeah i think i've owned it yeah i've owned it on vhs blu-ray and now blu-ray steelbook digital i'm just surprised i didn't put one and two out back to back with steelbooks might as well have either put them both out in their own separate steelbooks or just included the second one come on you should have just put the second one in there we're gonna get one next year for its 30th anniversary 30 know. years though cannot believe this movie is 30 freaking years old how old does that make you I'm not telling <laughs> i mean crap i saw a uh a woman on tiktok that the caption was like oh i played bonnie in toy story 3 when i was eight and now i'm 21 and i'm like you're fucking what <laughs> and then i looked it up I'm like two, 2010 i'm like yeah an eight-year-old would be 21 i'm just like well fuck what happened what happened oh that's uh the stout's good definitely an imperial nice what are you drinking on your end oh the game on all right right, 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 right. (laughs) you know i made the wayne's world reference right i'm like that's how we got in the whole wayne's world tangent oh yeah excellent 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 Swing. Let's swing on into some movie news here. I know we got a new trailer for Lightyear. I just watched it. Yeah. I mean, would you? Because I remember seeing the first trailer and I was blown away with like the animation style and just how crisp and like, like it, it looks, it, I don't know, like it looks like the, the, the humans look a little bit stylized, not quite as real as like some of the other movies that they've done to this point, mm-hmm. but the environments themselves look very real and like very crisp. Yeah, they um, do. And, and that was just in the teaser trailer. So I wasn't expecting to see this, but I saw it plastered all over my YouTube channel this morning. Uh, and honestly, this got me more excited because it seems like it's taking a more serious tone you know which i thought was kind of cool we still get like a weird animal sidekick because you can't get away from that <laughs> yeah i was gonna what, what is this thing doing here obviously it's gonna be comic relief and what you were saying is looks like a slightly more serious pixar film i don't know the animation looks incredible 
I like Buzz Lightyear, but for some reason, these trailers just aren't pulling me in. Like, I, I will see it, and I want to see it, but I'm not like, ooh, that looks awesome. Counting down the days. I think it's more pulling me in because I love the animation, and I'm like, no, if nothing else, I'm like, this is going to look great on the big screen. But, like, just what they're going for, like, actual, like, Space Rangers, like, essentially marooned in space. Uh, he Zerg is in the trailer, like an actual Zerg. Mm-hmm. That he's gonna fight an actual fight like an alien, right? I'm like, this looks pretty crazy. I like the alien stuff. That that part was cool. Yeah, it's kind of we'll see. I mean, I'm still gonna see it. And I'm not like dragging my feet to go see it. I mean, I, I do want to see it. I'm just not like, oh, that's gonna be cool. I can't, I don't know. I'm I just, definitely. I don't know. It just doesn't honest, have I'm, me like that. I'm very interested to see what they're gonna do with this. Because I just remember from them announcing it like oh we're gonna make a movie about the man who inspired the toy of buzz lightyear and i'm like okay like weird and then the trailer dropped I'm like okay and then the full trailer came out and i'm like all right i'm i'm definitely i'm pretty interested at this point like i'm excited it looks like it's gonna look amazing um and hopefully i mean even at pixar's worst they're still better than most right so that's like so I'm like even if it's not their best it's it'll be still enjoyable. So I'm like I said I'm optimistic and I'm decently excited about it. Okay. Well, yeah, it, we'll see what to say June it comes out. June yeah. or July. Like comes June. out in the summer. Sweet. Any other trailers or fun movie news? Not trailers, but uh I thought this was interesting cuz I heard this was rumored uh, a couple weeks ago and now it's confirmed but dakota johnson was officially cast as madam webb in a new sony spider-verse type movie okay. or like sounds like it's going to be live action interesting you know it is kind of interesting because i had to look it up because i saw people on twitter talking about it and the only madam webb i'm familiar with is the one from the 90s cartoon where she's well, really old really old lady yeah yeah and people like were mentioning that and they're like, well, that's only in the cartoon. Like they have lots of different versions of her from different comic series and stuff. Like, like in, a, in some of them, she's like very young and like has like more of an actual character. And, you know, so I, that's really the only place I know her character from. But honestly, of all the things, I'm like, that sounds more interesting. I would love to see like more spider people movies. Like just, I mean, we now we see Miles Morales and like, Tom Holland, you know, but I would like to see like there's so many spider people in like the Spider-Man continuity. So I'd like to see focused on different ones. So I don't know. I'm I'm interested. They I mean there's very limited information about the movie right now, just that the official casting for Dakota Johnson came out. Well, cool. I guess yeah, we'll see what happens to that probably a couple of years out still. Yeah, probably at least. And then the last bit is that we got Oscar nominees and most importantly, we got the Best Picture nominations. All right. Well, this should be a pretty interesting year. Yeah, I'm trying to think what could possibly be nominated for Best Picture this year. Well, one of the most interesting things is like since we started like doing the show and just going to see more like going to see more movies year after year, this is like one of the first years that I've only seen well, let's see. Looking at them, I've only seen one out of the ten nominations. Whoa! <laughs> usually we have. I usually have at least three or four. You yeah, know, if not like out. a piece of. Oh usually it's about gosh. Like half. 
Well, let me see if I can guess. So there's 10. I'll, let me guess 10 movies and we'll see how many I get right. For okay, best, you want me to tell you at the end? Yeah, for best picture. Okay. Hmm. Well. All right, fuck it. No time to die. You're going to. No, I thought you were going to guess all of them. I'll tell you how many you got right. Oh, I'm okay. not giving you anything till you're done. Oh, all right, all right. I thought you were just going to say yay or nay as I go. All right. Nope. All right. Um, as much as I didn't like it, for some reason, I know it had Oscar bait, but best picture bait, I don't know. Slow-ish year. House of Gucci. Licorice okay. Pizza. Paul Thomas Anderson, you know. I'm pretty sure that probably has something. Licorice Pizza. Um, uh, what is that one called? Come On, Come On or something like that. It's got the same word twice. What is that movie? I think it's Come On, Come On. I heard good praise about that, so I'm going to go with that as a guess. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, well. Well, it'd probably be under the category of animation. I was saying Kanto, maybe, but that would be under animation. Hmm. All right. Um, like, what came out last year? Um, Spider-Man No Way Home? Fuck it. We'll put that on the list. All right. Um, I doubt Zack Snyder's Justice League or Suicide Squad. Oh, Dune. Duh. We'll put that. So is that five so far? Friend, oh, French Dispatch. So I think that's six. Yeah, six guesses so far. Six guesses so far. All right. So let's see. Another one was an animated one. Um, what's the one you wanted to see? Nightmare Alley? Yeah, I mean, we'll say, yeah, we'll we never got we'll, around to seeing that. Yeah, we'll say Nightmare Alley. Um, gosh, I'm just like drawing a huge blank. Like, what came out this last year? I highly doubt a couple of my favorite. Oh, a couple of my favorites of the top ten of the year were animated, so they'd be under the other category. Shoot, what did come out this year? Okay, let's see here. Ghostbusters Afterlife, which that'd be awesome. <laughs> Put that on the list. Um, All right. Ghostbusters Afterlife. What are three more? Three more guesses? No, you're down to two. I'm down to two? Yeah. I was in theaters right now. Or wait, are you down to two? I don't know. I think, I, I think two. I think I have three more. All right, well, I'll let you guess three more then. All right. Definitely not Jackass Forever. I'm cheating. I'm seeing what's in theaters right now to see if... Hmm... Most in theaters, I guess Spider Man, right? That was one of them. Um, let's see, Wolf and the Lion. Oh, West Side Story. I'll add that to the list. West Side Story. Cat, maybe how so good she is. It's still playing. Who the heck has seen that still? Probably trying to make its money back. Like for pizza. I already guessed that though. Death on an Isle is this year. I don't know. I thought they'd have more like Oscar Beatty stuff at the theater right now. All right. So, two more guesses. Yeah. Two more guesses. Okay. What? Wait. Hold on. I think I got a list of my phone still of movies that actually came out last year. Pretty good French Dispatch. Oh, Last Night in Soho. Let's put that on the list. Okay. And for the last one. He's thinking and he's thinking. Come on, 
brain. He's so smart. Come on, brain. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Okay. <laughs> you only got four. Four. Okay. And I honestly didn't think you were going to guess Nightmare Alley, but I was surprised to see that was on there. Okay, so Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley Licorice Pizza. Okay. Well, which I feel like is that's good news. Oscar bait. I'm, I'm seeing that tomorrow, so that's good news. Uh, West Side Story and Dune. Sweet. Well, good to hear Dune's on the list. All right, so what are the other six? The other one, this is why I think it's so weird. One, I'm like, I've never even heard of like at least two or three of these movies. The first, like, First one is Belfast. Okay. Uh, Coda. Never heard of that one. Uh, Don't Look Up. Really? All right. I was surprised. Uh, Drive My Car. I know. Uh, Dune. King Richard. Licorice Pizza. Nightmare Alley. Uh, the Power of the Dog and West Side Story. Okay. Yeah, a couple of those not heard of. No Friends Dispatch, though. Really? I'm really surprised on that one. Yeah, a little bit. Allegedly, um, allegedly other stuff better than that. Because that I, was a good movie. Some of these things, like I remember seeing, like for a while, every time we went to the theaters, like King, like I saw the King Richard trailer, a bunch. The Will Smith movie. But yeah, but as soon as, like, I guess as soon as it came out, it's just like once I stopped playing the trailer, I never heard anything about that movie. Yeah, I heard Will Smith gave a good performance. That's all I really heard about that movie after that, though. It was kind of weird because, like, I just saw it heavily marketed, and then it just kind of disappeared, like. Didn't see anybody talking about it. So I was kind of surprised when I saw that, but I'm like, okay, well, maybe that one's going to be we're checking out. Um, Licorice Pizza, like, that one looked pretty Oscar-y, mm-hmm. you know, just from the trailers. So I still would like to see that eventually. Nightmare Alley, I'm like, okay, if that got an Oscar nomination, I'm definitely going to watch that this week. I've been meaning to get around to it. It's on Hulu and HBO right now. So Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, maybe let's do that. I don't know what Power of the Dog is. I don't know. And I'm still curious about West Side Story. Well, I'll probably really like the original. I'll probably between now and when, when I don't know when the Oscars are, but probably see Licorice I'm seeing Licorice Pizza tomorrow. So Licorice Pizza. I might see King Richard and Don't Look Up. I heard good things about Belfast. I don't really know too much about it other than just good buzz, I guess. Okay. Let's see what we have here. So we move on to other categories. Uh, if you want, I did not write down anything else. I just wrote down the best pictures. I'm just doing a quick some of the big ones. So best performance by an actor in a leading role, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom. Okay, th- I think that was one I was trying to fi- remember the name of Tick Tick Boom. Denzel yeah, Washington Netflix for- movie. What's that? That's that's the one that uh, Netflix put out. Okay. Denzel Washington, A Tragedy of Macbeth. Or excuse me, wow. The Tragedy of Macbeth, Will Smith, King Richard, Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog. Oh, wait, I think I do did see at least one trailer for this. 
Oh, it's a Western. Yeah. Okay. Kristen, Kirsten Dunst. Javar Bardem for being the Ricardos. Nice. Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos. Penelope Cruz is nominated. I haven't seen her in a while. Parallel Mothers. Kristen Stewart. Holy shit. I never thought I'd see that day. For Spencer. I don't know what that is. Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. Eh, let's do a couple more categories. Oh. Supporting actor, J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos. Nice, nice. Uh, let, me, let me go to animated real quick. Yeah, I, well. Okay, at least I saw uh, all of those except for one of them. For the animated? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, here it is. Best animated feature film. Encanto, Luca, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, Flea and Riot and the Last Dragon. Oh man, that's what would you pick? Well, is as much as I would love the Mitchells versus the Machines to take that, just with how fucking big Encanto is, like it just exploded. It's still all over like TikTok. Like, you know, I told you a couple like last week, a couple weeks ago, like their like breakout song, like hit the number one billboard charts. You know, I don't see just how successful and how big that movie got that it doesn't win Best Picture. I personally, I really like the movie, but I would love to see Mitchell's versus the Machines because that's all. I mean, but that's a movie that I'm like, that's all. Well, like, yeah, because out of the out of the five, I don't even know what Flea is. Out of the five, I saw Luca, Mitchell's, and Raya. I would pick Mitchell's versus the Machines for my pick. I haven't seen Encanto or Flea yet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what Flea is, but my my pick would be Mitchell's versus the machines, but I just know it's gonna go to Encanto. I don't see how that doesn't happen. Or is it? I like surprises. Well, you never know. Saving Private Ryan lost. Gosh, I know. It's one of the biggest snubs ever. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. All right, well interesting year if i recall from what i'm remembering of last year better than last year yeah i mean it looks like a lot of the movies that they're holding over for so long came out this year i almost want to see whatever the spencer movie is just to see kristen stewart in an oscar performance because i never thought i'd see the day well kristen stewart does a lot of good stuff like she does i mean she does comedies but she does do a lot of serious acting too Kirsten Dunst, Power of the Dog. Yeah, I'm oh, wait. I'm thinking of Kristen Bell. Yeah, Stewart. Vampires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was so surprised. Okay. All right. You know what? I know she does other stuff, but I was totally thinking of Kristen Bell. Like, what are you talking about? She does a lot of good stuff. <laughs> what do you mean, Kristen okay, Bell? With sucks? Kristen Stewart, um, I've only ever seen twilight and some gymnastics movie that she was in in like the early 2000s <laughs> okay and she was in the new charlie's angels movie that what's the power of the dog about no idea i literally just looked up a pic or like looked up and i saw the poster i'm like okay it's a western that's all i know that's... i don't remember ever seeing a trailer I'm looking at that. directors right now so we got jane 
Campion, I think is how you say her name, for Power of the Dog. Paul Thomas Anderson, Steven Spielberg, Kenneth Branagh, Branagh. And then a name I am not even going to try to pronounce for Drive My Car. Yeah, I guess that was a foreign film. Because I'm like, I've never... Like, some of these films, like, like Drive My Car and Power of the Dog. I'm like, I, I never heard of those ones. Original screenplay, Licorice Pizza. I'm actually, I'm looking forward to seeing that tomorrow. Finally well, it gonna... should be at least decent if it was <laughs> voted on for, or, you know. Well, we got pictures, nominated. original screenplay, and director. I mean, that's some pretty good noms for it. Oh, wait, No Time to Die for Best Sound. Oh, yeah, let's see original song real quick. Now, does it not say what song they were nominated with? Let's see, score. Ah, sweet, Dune score is up. Good. Original song, No Time to Die, Billie Eilish. Cool. Which one's for Encanto? I guess the song is called Dos Oragudas. Oragudas? probably butchering that yeah belfast down to joy four good days i don't know what that is somehow you do king richard be alive and then for no time to die billy eilish i hope that wins only because i don't know the, the rest of the songs but i like that song all right cool well at least bottles nominated for something 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 best picture in my book but whatever i mean your favorite that's fine. It's a great movie. I'm kind of curious about this Power of the Dog. I heard somebody say it's a Western, but not the kind of Western you'd think it is. And what does that even mean? I don't know. We've it's done like, so many Western. We've reinvented the modern Western. We've done the superhero Western. We've done, like, what? There's so much in a Western genre. There's the fucking Mandalorian. Like, what? Yeah. Give me more than that. Yeah, I'd be curious to see it. Benedict Cumberbatch. Kirsten Dunst, why not? All right. Well, shall we move on here? Oscar yep. nominations for 2022. I don't even know when the Oscars are this year. Well, soonish. Soonish. Sometime in the next few weeks. We got Super Bowl this weekend, though. Yeah. We got Super Bowl, we got the Olympics, and then there will be the Oscars. Well, shall we move on to our main TV show on tap here or TV series on tap here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk Pam and Tommy. Yeah. All right. See what we got. Keep keep fast forwarding. Okay. Holy shit. That's Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Just keep going. Go back. Play, play, play. God damn. It's so private. It's like we're seeing something we're not supposed to be seeing. Which is kind of what makes it so hot. If this thing ever got out. So Pam and Tommy. Created by and most episodes directed by Robert Siegel, starring Lily James, Sebastian Stan, Seth Rogen, and Nick Offerman. Pam and Tommy follows the story of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's relationship going back to their whirlwind romance that started with them marrying after only knowing each other for 96 hours in 1995. 
And from there on, the premise of the show for the most part is it follows their sex tape getting out into the public and the repercussions of that. We're only three episodes in, but yeah. So Pam and Tommy, Daniel, initial thoughts on it. Like, were you looking forward to seeing this? I know we both saw the trailer a few a couple months ago and we were like, oh, that could be fun. Director of yeah, I, I mean, Tanya, I, he, hell yeah. Well, you, t- yeah, I forget that it was uh, the guy who did I, Tanya. Totally forgot about that. Which after seeing like you telling me that it may, it surprises me. Maybe they he, they did originally approach both Sebastian Stan and uh oh my god I'm drawing a link to Harley Quinn. Are talking about Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. I bet they probably originally asked her. Maybe. Maybe I mean just because they both work together on Itania and they use Sebastian Stan. Uh, so maybe, but. Um, yeah, no, I saw the trailer and I'm like, that looks kind of crazy, but also like just watching the trailer, I'm like, I mean, this happens in 1995. I was one. Yeah. So I was not even aware of this entire scandal. I had no idea about this until I watched the trailer. Cause the most I know is I know who Motley Crue is obviously. And I know who Pamela Anderson, just cause Baywatch. I'm like, you see them watching it in friends. Like it's a part of pop culture. You know, there's tons of things I've seen that spoofed it. So um, I know of, essentially, I know of both of them. I know Motley Crue a little bit more, but not much, you know. And so to kind of like go to this, I don't know what to call it. Like, it's not really a biopic. It's just like more of a dramatization of the, based on a true story sort of deal. Mm but honestly, like, I didn't know what to expect, but in the first episode, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely like, it definitely hooked me in, you know, and each episode has had a little bit of, at least the first two episodes had a little bit of a different story structure, but I was really enjoying it, really enjoying the characters. And oh my, like, I, I'm having a great time with this. It was weird. It was bizarre. The music, even like, there's a lot of 90s music. I, especially like with them doing just Tommy Lee, I definitely thought there was just going to be more rock music, but the 90 music smorgasbord is cover. It covers a lot. So I have been enjoying the music quite a bit too, but overall so far really enjoying it. Good, good. Yeah. For me, I mean, when this story broke out, I don't know, I guess I was in like middle school. I wasn't paying attention to this kind of stuff. I knew who Pamela Anderson was at the time. I, th- I think in 1995, I knew who Pamela Anderson was. She was just hot blonde bombshell. She was uh, Lisa on Home Improvement in the first season or two. So she was the original Tool Girl before she got replaced by Debbie Dunning. Well, she had, she actually left Home Improvement to go be on Baywatch. So, oh, really? So, yeah, I knew who Pamela Anderson was. Tommy Lee. Um, I knew of Motley Crue. I knew the name. Like, and around then, I guess I was listening to more classic rock, like 70s rock and a lot of the 90s alternative. So a little bit of 80s stuff, but Motley Crue wasn't really on the stations, the radio stations I was listening to. So I knew of Motley Crue, like the name and everything, but didn't really, not familiar with their names or their music really that all that much. So whatever. But yeah, so yeah, I think, you know, I think it was probably like, high school college you heard you heard oh yeah that story oh yeah pam anderson her and her husband tommy lee yeah recorded a sex tape and it got out in the open oh yeah cool i'd actually forgotten all about that story until last year when tommy lee was interviewed by adam carolla on his show 
And yeah, they were talking about that story a little bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so yeah, then we hear about the sh- uh, Hulu producing this show, Lily James, Sebastian Stan. And like, okay, we'll see what happens. Then they put a trailer out and I was hooked by that first trailer. I was like, oh, I am in. And I didn't know it till the trailer came out, but oh, by the director of I, Tanya, a movie a few years back that I just loved. Hell yeah, I'm in. And yeah, so so far we've watched three episodes and yeah, like Daniel said, from the first episode, I was pretty hooked. I mean, this is not like some Emmy winning series or nothing, but it is a load of fun is what it is. I'm having a good time. Three episodes in. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying myself quite a bit. There's some other good. Um, we've seen another good, couple good actors pop up besides the main four. Um, I mean, Seth Rogen's also another main character. Oh, wait, no, I guess he's part of the main four. Sorry. Yeah. Taylor Schilling, who was on uh, Orange is the New Black, she showed up in an episode, in the third episode. Um, oh, Andrew Dice Clay, that was the other guy. He showed up in the third episode. That was great. I, I love that scene with him. But uh, yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. I'm going to continue to watch it to the end. It's only eight episodes. I think we got the first three in week one, and it's just be one one new episode every week from now on. Yeah, I, I mean, we're covering this we're recording this on Tuesday and the fourth episode comes out, but it's not, it doesn't come out till nine o'clock. So it wasn't even out. So it's cool. That's fine. But yeah, the first three episodes really, really good so far. I'm enjoying it. I think both uh, Sebastian Stan and Lily James are definitely, they they're in their roles, like especially Lily James and the makeup job and everything they did, like hands off to the makeup department. I mean, she looks like a young Pamela. It's crazy. Dude, she looks exactly like her. It, it is so crazy. And yeah, she loses me in that role. Like, I totally think I'm watching Pam, not somebody else playing her. I feel like I'm watching Pamela Anderson. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> I like Sebastian Stan's version of uh, Tommy Lee a lot more than Machine Gun Kelly's version in The Same Dirt. Same here. Same here. But especially like, you know, but the whole, it does focus on him a lot. And damn. I'm like, it just cracks me up. Cause like, yeah, I saw I, Tanya and, but like Sebastian Stan in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's the winter soldier, you know, yeah, Bucky Barnes, but then like soldier. all the shit that he does in this like TV show, I just keep thinking to myself, are you not making any more Marvel movies? Like I'm surprised they allowed you to do this. If you're still attached to Disney and their MCU. <laughs> You know, but maybe they just don't have, I think they just don't have people locked down to exclusive contracts anymore. I don't think so, especially since like the overall main Infinity Saga phase is over. I think it's kind of a free for all for those actors that were in that. Yeah, but I mean, he like, and I text you because I mean, and Shala and I, we've been watching it together, but it just seems like he's got to be having a fucking blast playing this because it's essentially uh, like I was, yes i think i was so. telling shiloh that i'm like it's like they told him like here cocaine rock star tiger king yeah. that. <laughs> and just like because that's what it feels like it just feels like he's just he's playing a madman the cocaine rock star tiger king tommy lee yeah especially when he just like <laughs> you see him so much and like especially that first episode with him just like in like a speedo walking around in like a silk robe walking around here yeah, in, in his giant mansion in a speedo talking to everybody <laughs> oh my god it just yeah so do you want to talk about this like episode by episode i guess we'll start with just episode one. 
Oh yeah, let's start with the first episode because this like really like we're pretty much like it starts with Seth Rogen's character, which you know we're following him around a lot in this. Yeah, like it really just introduces the story, which I thought was interesting of how like you know people are just working on this house. We're following Seth Rogen, but you know we obviously get introduced to Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, you know both of their characters in this episode, and essentially fucking Tommy Lee is just making them just keep redoing the work that they've just finished and he's not paying them. They're all just getting real frustrated. Yeah. They're you know, and just total, just like egomaniac. It's like, money's not a problem. I can pay you. Like, yeah, but you need to pay us for work put in so far. Cause we're all hemorrhaging money on this. Cause we thought it'd be a big payoff, but we're all literally going bankrupt right now. You know, like some of them were just, cause they're all independent contractors. One's like, he owes me $17,000. Like, fuck dude he owes me seven thousand dollars you know and i just love the injury because it totally feels like tiger like you see tommy lee like hanging out with his gross crude 90s entourage like yeah. loading ak's in the garage and shit i mean it is bizarre it's entertaining is what it is but yeah yeah so seth rogan what is, what is his character's name I'm trying, to, trying to blank uh it's rand rand okay so you got rand and yeah he's frustrated he's got his co-worker and i don't know they get well anyway, they get fired and he's just like man fuck this guy i got bills to pay i mean we kind of follow him around for a little bit we see his cables been cut off so we're like okay this guy's broke in a especially in the 90s you take a man's cable away. Yeah. What else is he going to do? Exactly. Nothing. It's just kind of weird. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, damn, like, well, TV's off. You can just, no, no, no phone. Never mind. It's the 90s. I forget. Yeah. Well, shit. What else am I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> but you're talking about how we follow Rand around. You know, we see his cables cut off his life isn't super great he's got fucking arthritis or something something going on yeah um, like they just show him put on some ben gay but yeah after getting fired he's just like fuck this guy there's a safe in his garage that i saw let's steal there's probably got to be some kind of values in it we'll get something out of this if anything else we'll get our money back that he owes us so he plots to go steal the uh safe from the lee's garage and boy was that a fun sequence like the whole idea of getting dog suits and sneaking around the lawn that way was hilarious i know like i did love it i mean like i love you just but also i he's like oh all these bills are overdue like i'm totally fucked because i'm not getting paid and i was watching it, i'm like but then like part of the process is he uh goes and paints his van a different color i'm like how do you have money for that how do you have money to buy the paint cheap paint job yeah, I mean, like it was the '90s. Took it that out much paint alone. cost a nickel. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. But yeah, it was fun just watching them stock, like write down like all of their schedules, like and then bring it. I love how they're in like some. I don't know what kind of restaurant they go to. Like it almost feels like a little tiki bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, so we're gonna steal the safe. I'm like, dude, why are you doing it in the middle of a restaurant? Why would you do that? I mean, I guess it's a TV show. and But I'm like, you're talking real loud. Anybody could hear you. But damn, I just love how they have that plan. 
and Lonnie's in it. And then he's like, all right, he's getting himself jacked. I'm like, we're doing this. We're doing this. And right before they go, he's like, I'm not going to do it, man. I don't, I can't get arrested. It's like, fine, do it myself. I just like all the visuals and everything. And just the whole sequence of him sneaking in and stealing it, which is great in the dog costume going across the lawn. And, you know, he mentions like, yeah, it's, it's not like 1080 HD cameras at that time in 95. So he's like, whatever. They're going to think the dog's just out for a walk. Yeah. I'm like, it looks ridiculous. Well, what yeah, I thought was bizarre is he goes inside the house itself and goes all the way up to their bedroom where they're sleeping. Like, and this is after Tommy Lee pointed a gun at him. I know. Like, to that, have the I, balls to do that. Like, all someone has to do is wake up to go to the bathroom and, oh shit, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing in my house? And then just shoot him. Oh, I know. I saw that. I'm like, that was too reckless. I'm like, a little creepy. But I just like, he flips him off. And I'm like, dude, yeah, that guy in pure daylight, when you were just going back to get your tools, held a shotgun to you and threatened to kill you if you came back. And you're going to go inside the house and take more risk than you're already taking. I'm like, dude, you're fucking crazy. That seemed I mean, like, like, yeah, I get the frustration and anger. Like, yeah, I'm going to go give him the finger and show him what's up. But at the same time, like, Dude, get in and get the fuck out. You're like, you ain't tough, man. You're not tough. <laughs> but great sequence. Yeah, takes it out to the middle of nowhere, opens it up, takes everything home. There's cash. There's just all kinds of things. Photos of Tommy Lee and Pam. And then he finds a hi-eight tape. Yeah, it took me a second to figure out what type of tape that was because it looks so small. I'm like, that's a cassette, right? uh but i'm like you know because it was small i was expecting it to be on a vhs but i'm like i guess that doesn't make sense you know because you have to record on something before you put well yeah that's expecting just to be what vhs camcorder also but yeah so hi eight and uh, yeah i think sony might have been the only ones doing that in 1995 who knows i think they show a close-up of sony camera though they do which i thought that was just layer i'm like yeah that's some product placement was like sony we were the camera that filmed their sex tape. I'd want to be known for that. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I made that joke when I was watching it. I'm like, that's just funny. Like product placement. I'm like, but Sony really wanted to know you to know, but man. And I love how at the end of that first episode, when he finds out what it is or I guess he doesn't actually know what it is until he goes to see Nick Offerman. Uh, what's his name? Uncle. <laughs> his name's Uncle Milty. <laughs> but when he goes to see him and he's like a porn director for really low rent porn, I mean, that was hilarious. And uh, I love seeing Nick Offerman in this role. Same you know, here. He's always just like a great, like a good dude. Like he always plays somebody who's just overall a really good dude. So it's fun to see him play this type of role since his typecast is pretty much the opposite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've enjoyed his character so much in this, <laughs> but yeah, he goes to them. They're going through the tape, see them kind of like out on a yacht. And then all of a sudden, boom, in the bedroom, banging. And oh, fuck. What do we have here on our hands? Holy shit one of the most well-known actresses or models at the time and a rock star. But yeah, good, good stuff. But yeah, I thought this first episode did a great job setting stuff up. 
Then yeah. we move on to episode two, where we get a lot of backstory between Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, how they met, and the progression of their early days of their relationship, which I actually enjoyed that episode quite a bit. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I thought was really cool. I mean, the one-two punch of episode one and two is great because the first one introduces you to everybody, you know, briefly kind of gets you ingrained in like the setup. And we got very little of uh, Pamela in the first one too. Yeah, you, very little. Um, great Tommy Lee moment. So when he when he's dicking around with them, like, no, let's do this over here. Let's move the bed this way, and just their frustration. I just love those scenes. Yeah, but I yeah, the one two punch of just like introduced like the main guy with Rand, like Seth Rogen's Rand, and just like the whole conflict, and then how the second episode kind of puts a pin in it for a second, and it's essentially a whole flashback. And honestly, like by the end of it, when they like kind of zoom back out of them, just actually just like showing, you know, uh, Rand and Uncle Milty. I'm just going to call him Milty. I'm not going to call him Uncle Milty from here on out. But him, him and Milty just watching it. I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Because that like flashback was also so engaging that I kind of forgot that that's what we were watching. Yeah. You know. Oh, I love it. And I, I Lily James again phenomenal job i mean this is an emmy winning performance right here i think it was sebastian stan too honestly but definitely lily james definitely the makeup people need to be up for uh awards too like phenomenal job they did but yeah i was i loved her on screen i thought she did such a good job but yeah um did i interrupt you sorry what were we saying? oh no you're good you're good but, but seriously I, no like she looks exactly like her it's crazy they meet they meet in a club and she's you know they have a good time she's yeah supposedly like i'm done with bad boys i'm gonna move on to a a good person famous last words famous last words (laughs) they meet they have fun exchange numbers she's got to go to what was it cancun for a few days for business Mm-hmm. to essentially smooth with a bunch of old gross tv guys <laughs> yep 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 and so yeah she's off on her trip he follows her and yeah he brings his entourage she's got her entourage it's funny her entourage just reminds me of like her entourage reminds me of like the girls from clueless mm-hmm. right and then tommy lee's entourage just makes me think of like limp biscuit <laughs> and i'm just like i'm like dude his and i saw like his entourage just looks so gross you know and then Charlotte's just like well it was the 90s style i'm like i guess but even for the 90s some well, guy with like the spindly hair looks fucking gross yeah it's just like <laughs> like where's nikki where's nikki six yeah what the fuck which i wonder if there'll be any any of uh any of them coming later Molly I don't know because like members. it's, it's he, really he had to have conversations with them like dude what's going on what, what's this with you and Pam all over the web what's going on that's got I think more more realistically you're gonna get like a call from Bart from uh from like one of his bandmates like dude I watched the tape sweet man sweet uh we'll see we'll see um but I should think some fun stuff in that episode oh let's just get to it the part that had me laughing my fucking ass off they made Which, okay before we talk about that oh, i just want to mention that i'm like you watched i watched the first episode but you like watched the first two back to back right and then you're like there's a part in the second episode that i think you're gonna laugh at 
you know, like there's a certain scene that I think you're going to think is hilarious. And I'm like, I wonder what it's going to be. And not for a goddamn second did I think it would be just like uh, Sebastian Stan's dick. <laughs> Especially not when it started talking to him. Talk, talking, moving. And <laughs> but yeah, like, we, we, we cut, they, yeah, we cut to that, they cut to that part where he's talking in the mirror to, him, to his dick. <laughs> it's just the movement. You can see, like, out of the urethra hole, like, a little bit, of, like, like it's a mouth moving. <laughs> it was a lot, and they focused on it a lot, you know? But I will say, I always, you know, Shiloh and I were talking about this just because, like, we were just, you know, riffing on it while we were watching. But I'm like, you know what? If you're going to make Lily James show, well, they're definitely fake boobs, you know? Like, Pamela Anderson just has, like, comically large breasts, I guess. I, I don't know, but like, not the prosthetics you are never still saw top. That issue of Playboy, come on now. I no, I didn't actually see that, yeah. but all I'm saying is like, I just love it. Like, you know what? Yeah, we were just like, you know what? Fuck yeah, if you're gonna make her show her boobs, show the dick. And god, do they show the dick? Oh, yes, they do. God, like, I there's even a slow mo shot of him jumping and it's just like flying through the, the air, slow mo shot had me rolling <laughs> and god i just love how he's just all tweaked out on like ecstasy talking to his dick and the voice that they got for his dick is hilarious because that guy does so much like comedy work like he's in brooklyn 99 is where i know him from but i'm like god why do i reckon i'm like maybe that makes it weird how like, do i know this dick's know? voice i'm like i know his voice I know the dick's voice. How's that possible? Yeah, I thought the first episode, I'm like, wow, I can't believe Marvel let you do this. The second episode, I'm like, I don't think you're working for Marvel anymore. <laughs> I have no idea. I hope so, but we'll I just, crap, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's it's been, it. I've never seen any Disney actor, even like, you know, some of the other ones. I'm like, damn. Like, this just cracks me up. I just was not expecting this type of performance. I thought, like, yeah, sh- like, you know, straight up, like, strung out rock star was the farthest we were going to go in the first episode, and then they just kick it up a notch in the second oh, episode. they kicked it like, up a notch. Just damn. all the slow-mo sex they're having, like, in the bathtub, in the bed, or on a couch or something. I don't know. Just all the slow-mo sex shots were hilarious. I, I mean, on the balcony, and they're just, like, pouring drinks over, and, the like, the hotel pool's just right there. I'm like, you know, people are just sitting down there just like what the fuck yeah. god oh man but damn yeah. and i love how they essentially like their engagement is just a fucking like what would you say 76 hour or 96 yeah hour I, try, I, try, I forget they married within a couple months of knowing each other i don't think it was that quick like it was in the miniseries but they did marry very very quickly okay i just wasn't sure because i loved how they portrayed it though we're like they're just drugged out just like going to town you know and then i love by the end of the cancun trip they're all just strung out in like on the plane just like so like what's your favorite color yeah (laughs) what do you like to eat i fucking love that how like there's or yeah, when they're, isn't when they're leaving the airport they're in a limo and they're like so oh, well, no, they're they're on the plane back from cancun 
but you know i just love how you see like oh my god yes i love you i'll marry you to like them being somewhat sober it's just like so what do you even like you know I, that just i love that that cracked me the hell up just like what's your favorite color and like what's your favorite food french fries oh nice nice i love french fries that just cracked me up but also when they get back and then like just the paparazzi bombards them and like they're just walking through i'm like for a, a member of motley crew like i know it's not in like necessarily their heyday because the heyday was the 80s for sure but i'm like i don't see anybody from motley crew especially like the drummer like not breaking paparazzi cameras and punching people there's that moment where they're back at the place and uh, the paparazzi and the end of the basketball court throws a rock at the fence that was great i oh i know i and i'm <laughs> child looked at me she's like that would be you i'm like fuck yeah that'd be me if like some asshole gets paid to just harass people and they were in my property i would shoot one <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, like it's one of those weird professions like i can't even understand how they are allowed to exist yeah. it's just so weird to me like yeah i'm not famous obviously no one's lining up but like yeah you hear stories about, like oh some person was in my house who wanted an autograph like people are fucking crazy you I'm know and for then, supporting the fans but the paparazzi can just fuck right off yeah, but even fans, they're, they're not allowed to go in your house. No, 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 no. no. It's got to it's gotta be respectful still. How they yeah, yeah, stuff. but yeah, paparazzi can go fuck themselves. Exactly. Not a respectable way of income. I'm trying to think of some other highlights from this episode. That was, it was just such a fun episode. I mean, like you said, they kicked it into high gear at this episode. I had just, I was laughing my ass off so much. Great music, too. That took me back to the 90s. Like, be my lover, be my lover. And playing in the... Uh, it's like, oh man, Night at the Rock's Fair right here. Here we go. Oh my God. They played the, uh, oh, they played a song from Baby Driver in that episode. Hmm, i trying to think of um, I can't remember. It literally just says, baby. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, yeah. It's like, it's one that they play in the diner with Lily James. I'm like, I wonder if that's a nod or if that's just, yeah. Could, could be, yeah, who knows? Could be both, but um trying to think of anything specifically from this episode i mean you know and i was laughing because like yeah you're like i'm going there for work and like you know pamela anderson walking down the steps and all these weird like tv guys are like oh i'm from you know htc network you know minnesota she's like oh my god that's amazing you know and i was looking over so i'm like that's gotta be one of the hardest goddamn things anybody has to do is pretend they give a fuck about any of these people. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, they're not fans. They're just like people who are like, yeah. Yeah, they're flipping the bill. Yeah, they're like, they're flipping the bill. So you have they're to go right in the chart. I should say right in the checks. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're all syndication like people. Like we, all of these people, like all over the country, people love Baywatch. You're our prime, you hit our prime demographics, which are horny teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just like, oh man, like that. I wonder, be- I wonder if we'll get a, because I show in the third episode, they show her filming Baywatch. I wonder if we'll get like a Hasselhoff scene where she's shooting with the, with the Hoff. Not necessarily the actor himself, but like someone playing the character. I would be so curious. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even think about that actually. 
we'll see. I mean, there's five episodes to go. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other funny moments. In the I did like when Tommy Lee first saw her and he leaves his current date and grabs the champagne. The fuck? fuck you, Tommy. <laughs> well, I also love that because he's she's like confluence of Pamela Anderson. He's like who? Yeah, who? The fuck is that? Caesar. But that was I don't know. That's just a great episode. Them getting together, getting married, all that good stuff. So then the third episode, we go back to uh, Seth Rogen's character, his Rand character, and it's more about him. It's about him and uh, uh, Uncle Milty. <laughs> Uncle Milty. It's about them getting, finding somebody that's going to distribute the tape to make them money. Which I was definitely interested how they went about this because, yeah, I'm like, they have in a stolen sex tape of two very rich people and i was kind of surprised that like yeah we're gonna go around the porn industry I'm like even though like and i just love that even like the porn industry has are like do you have release papers you don't go fuck yourself we're not gonna open ourselves up to that sort of liability i like yeah. how they show them shopping it around and even this really gross like basement dweller like porn studio is just like we need release forms. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> and like the place that I'm like, oh, okay, these guys will buy it. You're like, no, we need release forms. Release forms. But also one of my favorite things is uh, in one of the offices of one of the, like the porn companies, they had a, a couple porn poster, like porn, 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 take a shot. But they have a few posters up and I wrote down because one of them was uh Oh, Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> I, I missed that. Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, I totally missed that. Uh, cracked me up. I love it. Oh, I, I did love how they were talking about, you know, because Baywatch might be coming to an end as far as her being on Baywatch. And they're like, that's okay. Like, Barb, her friends are talking to her like, Barb Wire is going to be this huge hit. See, I wish I knew more. Like, Barb Wire is one of those like piece of shit B movies. It's, Primarily just done so that teenagers can see her tits. Is it kind of more like exploitation film? Oh, absolutely. Okay, Same thing that, that's like the Ra- thing. I Raw wish Deal. I had... She had a movie called, I think, Raw Deal or something like or No. Uh, something that like just, that. That just sounds like porn. <laughs> yeah. But it was all about, yeah, just, just, you fast, it's one of those things 13 year olds buy, they fast forward to the tits parts. Because I did the same thing. <laughs> okay because like that's the thing is what kind of sucks is like yeah like i know of these people but i don't like know the real like um i guess the the context like i'm like they talk about barbed wire i'm like okay maybe i should just check that out because i'm like what type of movie was this because i don't think it was a huge success or else i feel like i would have heard of it hell no you know but it's like a straight this is like a straight to vhs kind of shit Box office bomb straight to VHS. <laughs> Oof. That's too bad. But okay. Oh wow. Did she actually do? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at okay, because she had barbed wire come out in 1996 and also in 1996 was something called Naked Souls. Also, yeah, definitely just like movies that were just like, hey, look at her. She's really hot. 
That's that's all it was. I mean, she's let's face it, she's not a gr- the greatest actress. She's just hot. I mean, that's why she was on Baywatch. Exactly. I mean, I did feel bad for her by. I mean, they did give her a decent amount of characterization in the third episode, and I started to feel bad for her because she's like, I practiced my my monologue is going to be like a new side, you know. People are going to see more of what I can do. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And, but I'm like, I feel like they're going to cut this. They're like, we're going to cut your monologue. We just figured it'd be better if you just stood there and looked hot. Yeah. You know, and then I, I'm like, damn, that sucks. And even when she goes back, she's like, well, we can just do it. And, you know, she goes back and's like, I, I still want, maybe, you know, just keep it for B-roll or, you know, maybe you'll decide to use it. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I get, but like, maybe you could have just let her do it and then cut it anyway. But they just straight up like, no, fuck you. Just stand over there. <laughs> and I'm like, by the end of this episode, I'm like, I'm like, damn, I feel kind of bad for you right now, which I guess makes a good show. Good story. Oh my gosh. So I'm looking at her stuff. Hold on. Snapdragon. That was one of those. So I had this on VHS. That was one of those. You definitely fast forward the good parts. It's supposed to be like taking a serious movie. Be, Taken seriously kind of movie? No. Anyway, yes. That movie, yeah, she, she would basically have sex with the guys with a blade in her mouth and then cut their throats. Oh my God. Yeah. But goddamn, that, sounds... that had some good nudity in it. Or good, that had some good naked scenes. But raw justice, I'm going to read you the premise of this real quick. Mayor Stiles' daughter, Donna, is killed the night after a lousy date with a shy Mitch. Of course, this uh, makes him the main suspect. When Mitch gets free on bail, Stiles hires ex-cop Mace to follow him. Yeah, so I I remember back in the day I had uh, on VHS, this is my private, this was my porn collection, using quotations here. I had... um, Lewd movies. I had Snapdragon. I had Raw Justice species that was jordan's porn yeah jordan even which is just hilarious to me because even if it wasn't actually porn like they're technically actually movies all of those just sound like porn so you weren't doing yourself any sort of favors being clever (laughs) no but at the time i could get my hands on porn very easily at least but you're like, you what know. can we sell a 16-year-old that we can't sell them in the 18-plus section? Exactly. You know what? You <laughs> took what you could get. We didn't have smartphones, damn it. You're like, we, we got our porn from the, the struggle mines. was real. <laughs> we, got our, we got our hot women from the mines. <laughs> oh, man, does that take me back? But yeah, when they're talking, but anyway, when they're talking about barbed wire, I just started cracking up, especially when her friend was like, don't worry, Barbara is coming out. It's going to be a hit, and you're no longer going to need this show. God, I was laughing so hard. But fun episode. Oh, let's go back to one of my favorite parts of the episode was when they sit down with the uh, Andrew Dice's Clay's figure. I really enjoyed the sit down with Andrew Dice Clay. I mean, he, he's just a, he's good. I don't know. He Is went from the, like the mob top, guy. Yeah, he went from top notch comedian. I mean, you remember him in uh, Star is Born? He played her dad, Lady Gaga's dad. He was in season eight of Entourage. You've seen him. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was on Johnny's Bananas with Johnny Drama. He's, yeah, anyway, he's great though. Like he, 
went from like great comedian to now he's like at least in these small parts here and there he turns out to be a damn good actor too like i enjoy his presence when he's on screen but yeah i, I, I love that scene but yeah then we get to the i love the sequence too uh with him i guess that was, was it supposed to be his ex ex-wife that isn't quite divorced yet well his wife technically but the only reason they're still married is because neither of them could afford the eight thousand dollars to get divorced okay so taylor schilling who orange is the new black she's the main actress in that oh okay love seeing her i love seeing her again i i I, yeah i miss her she was a piper but yeah you know i never seeing her again I never really watched the show, so I didn't recognize her. Well, she looked familiar, but I didn't I didn't know. But that's cool. That's I like I like their scenes, their dinner scene, how like like their flashback too. But yeah, the dinner scene was like, I got something going on, but I can't tell you what it is. I, I love get, this. I love the scene too when he tells her, like, I got something going on, but I can't tell you in front of her, pointing to her roommate. Otherwise, I'd have to kill her. <laughs> that like, cracked me up. Yeah. <laughs> i mean i did like that interaction just like yeah i'd have to kill her but it wouldn't matter I, mean, I don't think anybody would have missed her no. just like fuck you <laughs> just like don't know why maybe it's the hair she completely reminded me of uh sarah connor's roommate in the original terminator yeah maybe a little bit i hair. didn't think about that yeah totally had her going in my mind though for some reason but yeah that was still a fun episode i mean that it went down a couple of notches as far as like uh the craziness from the, the episode two but you know it's kind of nice to take a little breather i'm looking forward to more so far. i mean we're only three episodes in but they've done a good job of kind of like introducing the story and the elements to the you know the whole flashback in episode two and then episode three we get more of rand and like his more of his backstory and like more characterization of him and also like how they're gonna figure out how to sell the tape without getting in trouble Mm -hmm. and i love just like and you know by the end of the third episode it you know it's immediately leading into okay this is gonna break this is gonna become the scandal and this is like the ride that we're gonna go through from here on out like it i'm looking forward to because again I, i just wasn't paying attention to that kind of stuff back in the day but i'm sure it was all over the news and everything well you know it's kind of funny just difference of generations even from like when i was in middle school like disney at like disney over 18 actors are getting like leaked nudes like everybody every celebrity that you know of now has had nudes leaked like and that's like because smartphones people you know just easier than ever to take them easier than ever for people to steal well and and this kind of goes with mr skin's philosophy on why like something like his site is so successful you know you still have Pornhub where you can see everything for free like but why would you go to and pay like monthly for and subscribe to mr skin.com is because with actors you feel like you get to know them you see them in these roles over the years and you feel like you get to know them so when they are naked it just it feels that much more special so to all of a sudden you know we've seen her naked in 2d photos in playboy we've seen her you know look very good on baywatch and and all these other movies but to see her literally get fucked raw like hell yeah so i mean there's just something different about a celebrity versus just amateur I mean, I guess, but it's still not great. But there's still something different about it, though, because you feel like you know the person. Like, we've seen Pamela. We've known her for, like, five, six years up until this point. We just, versus just seeing some random 
Pornhub video. Oh no, I get the allure because it's like, if nothing else, it's the scandal, it's the gossip, and then it's just like the holy shit, like you know this guy, you know the guy from you know the girl from Baywatch? Yeah, her sex tape leave. You're like, holy fuck, are you kidding me? Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a good time. I mean, in no way is this miniseries meant to be a masterpiece or like quality quotations TV, but my God, is this fun and funny. I'm having a good time so far. Yeah. I mean, start it, wrapping this up, but yeah, I'm, I am having a good time so far. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued because again, born in 94, so I don't never even heard of this. You know, so I'm just more interested in like how they're going to shake it out, you know, how the story is going to progress. Because like I said, these first three episodes, like do a good job of leading you in. But it seems like from here, from episode four on till probably the end, it's just going to be ramped up crazy. Yeah. Because now we got all these disparate elements. We got like the celebrities are going to, you know, try and figure out who stole from them. You know, we got the mob introduced in a way. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've got all these. If you thought. He was going off the like uh Tommy Lee was going off the rails in like episode one. Oh, I bet you just wait. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I, I can't wait. I I'm looking forward to more. Again, this is this is I don't know. So far, this has been very entertaining, funny, and just fun. I'm having a good time, and yeah, I can't wait to watch more, which maybe later tonight. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it won't be out for about another hour. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. But yeah, I mean, if this TV, if this, like, if you didn't know this already in 2022, don't, don't film yourself, everybody. Never do it. Oh, God, no. If you do send nudes, make sure your head's out of the shot. Oh, just don't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just don't, I would advise don't do it at all. But if you do, or you feel the urge to make sure your head is nowhere in the shot. That's all I'm going to say for advice. You know, I hear a lot of people, like, especially like YouTubers and always like, I operate my life that eventually I'm going to get hacked and everybody's going to steal my shit. So like, just assume that because it happens all That's the what time. I do. Well, you never know who's going to want to get revenge on you too for whatever. And uh, yeah, just make sure your head's not in the shot. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's protect all yourself, the advice kids. I'm leaving you with. What's that? I said, just protect yourself, guys. Be safe out there. Wear a seatbelt. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up here. So overall, sounds like you're enjoying yourself so far. Three episodes in. I am as well. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just more excited now more than ever because it just seems like the series is going to start popping off. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Where can they find us, Daniel? You can find us online on movies underscore bruise Instagram and Twitter. And let us know what you think about uh, Pam and Tommy. Love it. Hated it. I'd be interested. I just would love to talk to somebody who like was very aware of the whole situation. Yeah. You know, I, I like, that's the thing. I wish I had more of the context. Like I have the snapshot context, but I wish I, you know, but it's interesting. I would like to watch a documentary about it. Yeah. I'll go listen to his interview with Corolla from last year, but yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it so far. I mean, I, again, like I've heard mixed reviews, but I think some people are expecting quality TV. What I like about this series too, I didn't mention this earlier, is it's self-aware. Like it, it's like almost purposely trying to be trash TV per se, but it's not trash TV. It's just, it's still good, good stuff. I, what am I trying to say? It, it's self-aware enough that like it's it ends up being good, I guess. 
And you're like, it's quality. Like it's, I mean, it's quality. Like it's shot well. The character, I mean, at very least, like it kind of feels a little trashy because at least with Tommy Lee's character, he definitely feels like. But I think it was purposely done that way. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like they weren't going for Downton Abbey kind of quality or anything like that. Obviously not. No. So anyway, I'm having a good time, and yeah. All right, I guess we're wrapping it up here. So yes, everybody, thanks for downloading the show. If you like it, share it with others. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>